Well, then I'll get things started for episode 33 of the Current Gen Podcast. I'm here with Dan and Derek. My name is Tim. Good evening, gentlemen. Top of the evening to you. Yeah. Yeah, I already said hi earlier. I'm good. <laughs> All right, Ron. Well, we weren't recording, but cool. Um, he just said hi to me when we got on the call, so he thought that counted <laughs> for the podcast. <laughs> it does count. Yeah, yeah, multiple pleasantries is fine, Derek. That's a normal thing. So no, did I tell you? Like, okay, so at my last job, I was like, I was really good employee. Like, I always got high ratings on all my reviews. Literally, the only complaint, and it would be every single time, is my female boss, who's a bit of a sensor butt, would be like, "The only negative feedback." Well, she wouldn't say negative feedback. She would only say, she would say the only thing that you know I really feel like you need to work on is. You know, maybe when you come in, say good morning. You know, acknowledge the people on your team. Oh my gosh! I was like, and every time I go, yeah, yeah, I'll work on that. <laughs> the very next morning, I'd come in and be like, head down, go to my desk. People were like, good morning, Derek. I was like, mm-hmm. you're such a Dwight Schrute. Yeah, it's true. You're like, oh, can I just say good month? Like, can I? Hmm? Can I say good month? Good month. That would actually work. I do love that scene when they're yeah. giving him advice on how to be kind. Can I say good month? Can I say good month? <laughs> um, my wife just came in. She needed to use my phone for something, and she just glanced at our screen and was like, you three look a lot alike. I mean, I'm, I look very ethnic. So, so I just want to say the only person who really cares about that, I'm guessing, out of the three of us is Derek, and I'm thinking <laughs> it really hurts his feelings. <laughs> Yeah, because I tell Tim he's ugly all the time, and Daniel, you're just a faggotron. So yeah, okay, wow, very, yeah. it's very, very hurtful. I'm very. Is that upset. an Autobot or a Decepticon, Derek? Please tell me. <laughs> I know we do all look like nerds. We all have our cool, sure. thick glasses. Yeah, we have we have similar glasses. That's about the only different uh, or similarity. I mean, yeah, it almost looks like uh, the young boy, the teenager, and then the adult with the full beard. If Mama you look bear, at the, baby yeah. bear. <laughs> yeah, baby bear laying over here with his legs kicked up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, uh, we got some feedback from folks on our group this week, which I thought was great. Some of them are current listeners. Some of them saying, hey, I would listen if if you tried this, or maybe I you know, haven't in a while, so maybe I will. So thank you guys for chiming in with your feedback on the show really appreciate it we do want it to be a better show we want it to be something that you want to tune into and want to tell other people about so appreciate that feedback keep that feedback coming one of the things that i heard was hey you're going to talk about games you're going to talk about stuff you're playing but every once in a while what about other stuff and that's actually something that derek and i used to do a lot back on our show we would jump into maybe stuff we're watching or updates from our family or whatever um but we haven't really done that this time around so I thought I'd kick things off with stuff I'm watching, and maybe you guys have watched this too. I just finished binging through season two of The Boys because I had already watched season one, and so I just finished season two. That show was bonkers, like legit bananas. 
but I do highly recommend it if you like superhero stories and if you like, I mean, it's really, really, really violent. So mm. be prepared for that. Sure. I'm talking like Walking Dead level, but it's not squishy zombies getting smashed. It's a lot of people. Just regular getting... people. <laughs> yeah. Like it's so... not like a violent a lot, but when it's violent, it's over the top. Yeah, sure. yeah. It's all very much played to that graphic novel level of violence. Mm-hmm. So I think it's done stylistically, but still pretty, pretty violent. Like, but um, I love it. I love the characters. I think the acting is so good. The guy who plays Homelander, the main kind of that main hero who you see on the cover of everything with the bluish outfit. Yeah, he kind of has he's, he's a little bit of Superman, but he's got a bit of a Captain America vibe going to um but he's he's like the leader of the superhero group called the Seven, and they're the ones who everyone's supposed to look up to and love. And um, he's just a pretty diabolical character who is just played brilliantly by Anthony Starr. So such a good actor. And then this season they added some other characters that I thought were really interesting. So I really dig that show. I highly recommend it. If you haven't watched it, uh, I might go back and rewatch seasons one and two again. I know season three is on the way too, which is always makes it exciting too to know that there's more i do like that they ended the second season on a climax Uh, (laughs) they literally did (laughs) ah okay yeah you'd have to watch it and see the final moments to yeah so not a play um, on words, just literally what happened. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. You'll you'll see what Derek means if you actually watch. Like if you watch it and see the final scene, you're like, oh wow, okay. If you enjoy my Daffy meme that I use or Daffy gifts, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So I uh, I do really like that one. And then I was looking for another show to jump into, and there's one that's been on my list for a long time. So I just started Vikings, and I just finished mm. episode two. I think there's like six seasons of it or something, but um, so far it's fine. It's no, in my opinion, the last kingdom is still the superior kind of Vikings and, uh, you know, the Norsemen versus the Englishmen type of a show. I think that's an amazing show, but hopefully Vikings picks up some steam and gets better. It's okay so far, but we'll see. And I'm also, I'm kind of prepping for some Assassin's Creed Valhalla, you know, so I'm going through Vikings. I think I heard it does get better as it goes, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Um, What about you guys? Anything you're watching you want to highlight or have watched recently? Well, I finished The Boys, I think, last week. Um, Do you like that show overall, both seasons? Yeah. it's. I, I won't say it's like my favorite just because I pretty much feel that way after I watch every show. I'm like, man, this is so good. It's like my favorite show. But um, it's really good. I mean, it at least makes me feel like, oh, man, I think this is my favorite show. So it's it's real dark, but it's got a lot of humor. I like the characters a lot. Um, yeah, like I love the butcher. I mean, he's your he's your typical like anti-hero, but he's well acted, and they do give him like every. You can see that there's more depth to him than what what you uh, what he tries to show people. Um, yeah. So I really I really enjoy the show, and I I thought I was curious where they were going to go with season two because season one kind of left you in the with a cliffhanger and I thought because that's where a lot of shows like they if they're really good they'll get you hooked in that first season but then they get carried away then it gets to where like where do you go from here because they have to kind of resolve some of the stuff in the first season and they did that well, yeah, we're looking at you, Lost and Dexter, yeah. and other shows I've talked about recently with pe- with people. Um, actually, a yeah. good example of that is the show Heroes. That Heroes was so yeah. good in the that first, first season, season was Heroes amazing. Yeah, me like big time. Yeah, and it kind of got lost in itself, yeah. and I was just yeah. like, 
man, you have too many characters. They're now becoming disconnected, and I just don't care about most of them anymore. Yeah. Whereas this one added new characters, kept the same ones there that whoever didn't die, and I felt like I still cared about what they were doing and why they were doing it. Same. Um, and then there's still a lot of mystery. Like there's still like, you know, I'm not going to spoil anything, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of mystery to, you know, the seven is basically ran by a, a corporation. So what, what's the corporation doing? Like, it's almost like umbrella with resident evil. They're behind <laughs> terrible things. And yep. you want to know why they're behind it, why they're also, doing that actor is in everything breaking bad the mandalorian yep. boys and he's just such a good actor he's always he like that boss the same character but it's because he does it so well we he does it so well guy. yep uh, it's giancarlo esposito for those of you who are curious what i'm talking about but mm-hmm. he's such a good actor and derek's right he's he's specifically good at playing that role that kind of demands respect you're immediately a little bit intimidated by him when he starts talking you're like oh this dude's in charge. He was the same way as Gus in Breaking Bad and uh, established himself. I think that was just the last episode of Mandalorian, right? When he showed up. Mm-hmm. I think it was just at the very end of Mandalorian when he shows up to that. You know why I like him? And again, this would be in every show that he's in. Is because he plays like these evil bosses, but you don't really know if he's evil or not. Like He has right. the capability of like cutting somebody's head off or just talking to him friendly. Like you don't know where he's going to go when he's in a room. Like when he's talking to some individual, you don't know if he's going to have him killed or if he's going to come to an agreement. And that even happens in the boys again, without spoiling it. There's a, there's parts in it where he's talking to people that you think are his enemies or that he would want to take out. And Instead, he's friendly with him or comes to an agreement. Like, you don't know what he'll do. And that's what I think he's really good at is, like, he's really good at being this villain but not being able to read whether he's going to kill people or whether he's just in this for business. Like, there's no emotions. Like, he has the ability to cut off all emotions to everything. Well, yeah, his introduction in Breaking Bad is one of the best introductions for a villain ever because he's just working at this little chicken restaurant. And he just looks like a small-time manager helping to clear the tables but it turns out he's just one of the most powerful <laughs> drug pushers in the entire region. That's all. Yeah. Oh, and also in his backstory, he took out the most deadly cartel mm. boss ever. So like he's – I just love uh, that actor so much. And so anyway, he brings – he's not in The Boys Season 2 a ton, but he's in there enough to bring some really cool moments. But yeah, I, I really, really enjoy that show. So I'm, I'm excited for whenever Season 3 comes out. Apparently they're looking at – they're hoping to start filming at the beginning of next year, which means – at the very earliest to be end of next year till season three, which is a bummer, but that's we'll the way it goes. That's the way it goes. Dan, anything you're watching? I know in the past you've talked about some shows you guys are watching. What, what about you? Still plowing through the Simpsons. Um, like okay. I said before, I had never watched it at all. So we're still going. Um, I definitely get the people that are like, I think generally the consensus is around season eight, nine or 10 is where people fell off. They're like, everything mm-hmm. after that is garbage. Yeah, you know, the first eight, nine, ten seasons are amazing. Everything after that is garbage. I I wouldn't say they're garbage, but definitely, I don't know. Like it, the the writers around that time, I, th- I think they had Conan O'Brien on that time. They had like a lot of big name writers at that time, and there's definitely a certain um, style of humor back then that was a little more like I don't know what the word would be, but um, 
chaotic, like random. Like there's that one episode where Homer gets hired by um like a supervillain, but he doesn't know he's a supervillain and he's like super chill and he's showing him around the building and he's getting like massages and it's just like he's like this place is amazing to work at, but he's working for like a supervillain. And then like I forget what else happens in that episode, but like the FBI or somebody shows up to try to take him out and the guy's trying to fire like a missile out and to shoot some country, you know, fire at some country or something. But like, like that kind of episode, like that episode was fantastic. Um, And I think there's that, there's that, um, that gif. He has like a flamethrower. I don't know if you've ever seen. There's like one particular. Yeah, I've seen that. It's that Mm -hmm. that episode. Um, The later episodes definitely don't have the vibes of like, say that episode. Um, in the earlier seasons, but I, I still think they're humorous. There's still yeah. like that heart and soul of the Simpsons there. Um, and I, and Homer overall, he's a dope, but I think the argument of like Homer and Peter from family guy being kind of similar, like, I think Peter is just overall a dick. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think there's actually that much really redeeming about Peter. Whereas at least with Homer, there are episodes where like Homer's doing something stupid and says a lot of stupid things, but then there's still that like, the 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 value of the family the simpsons family and like you know things turn around by the end of the episode and they're all hugging and everything so it's still kind of nice um, and i'm glad you brought that up because i wanted to have a serious talk about the portrayal of the father figure in american culture today yes. so if we could dive into that yeah derek's not listening i was just checking <laughs> to see if he's listening okay um <laughs> but yeah no it, i still think it's like enjoyable to watch um i, I again i do in general get that the first you know, eight-ish epi- uh, seasons are better, um, mm. but it's not. So doesn't it have like 30 seasons? So like 20 plus seasons are considered 31. bad? Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> and th- I think it's also kind of that whole thing of like, like there are shows like there are shows like The Office, for example, that went for um, that went for nine seasons. Right. Uh, Parks and Rec went for seven. Um, what was it? Two and a half men for for like 12 or 13 um, there's just shows out there that go for so long and everyone's like, Oh my God, just let it die already. You know? And yeah. here, here you have the Simpsons at 31. So I think people just like sort of immediately, immediately check out after a certain amount of time. It's just like, no, this should have ended a long time ago. And it's like, but if there are people that are still enjoying it, like why, why is that a problem? Like, I also think there's a difference with the cartoon versus live action, right? So like live action, sure. for some reason, I feel like we have a much shorter attention span for, well, or at least, at least less, uh, we don't get as annoyed seeing that that's still on with the cartoon. Well, it just feels because different. I think with cartoons, you can literally just like you don't have this continuous story. Hmm. Like, yes, you have the Simpson family, but it's not the, the continuous story is just them being idiots. They can all stay the it, same age and all that yeah. Kind of yeah. stuff. Like, yeah. whereas a show, there's always even comedy shows. There's always like they want to they want to hook you with plot points and relationships and stuff like that. It's like, for instance, The Office. The big thing was uh, Jim and Pam. Sure. Then once Jim and Pam were like solidified, like, you know, they carried it out for as long as they could. And then eventually viewers get tired of that. And then they finally become a couple and then it kind of loses some of its power. And that's what happens in a lot of shows. A lot of shows, the hook is trying to get two people to come together to be in a relationship. Something relatable, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then once that happens, people kind of get over it. Like they did it with Friends. Now you go, well, Friends lasted forever. Yeah, because Friends 
yeah, kept tempting. having them like break up and get back yeah. together and be with other people. Like they just kept throwing stuff at it. That yeah, even... they literally didn't resolve that until the final scene of the final <laughs> yeah. episode in yeah. season ten. Which to that be fair, the... that was an older show, so not written as well as say The Office or True and Rec or you know some True. of these newer shows. But yeah, um, that's fair. That's fair. You know, you know, it's weird as I do think they were on TV at the same time as the. Office was starting. I think Friends was wrapping up. I think because Friends went until two thousand after. Yeah, I know. Friends finished in two thousand four. Was season was ten? I thought it was like two thousand. It was only they only had ten seasons. Yeah, ten. Seasons. Ten yeah. seasons. Yeah. Oh, longer. To be honest with you, yeah, ten. Seasons. Yeah, look it up. See when see when Office started and then when Friends ended. I think there might have been a little bit of overlap. Whether NBC kind of had two of the biggest hits. NBC's had a lot of big hits. Um. As far uh, 2005 as, uh, is when it started. Was when Office started? Yeah. Uh, Friends. So they just missed each other then. Okay. Friends ended 2004. Yeah. So actually, yeah, it was the next year. That's crazy. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. <laughs> they're pretty early. close. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that weird to think? Like Friends yeah. ended and then right after that, we saw Michael Scott for the first time on TV. It's crazy. Um, which, by the way, that show still so near and dear to my heart. Office is just one of my favorites, man. I mean... You know, we recently had a poll in our group. I'm very disappointed by. I love The Office. My wife and I love The Office. It's like a 9.9 out of 10 for for us. But like Parks and Rec just transcends everything. I'm sorry, it just does. See, it's I feel true. like Parks and Rec is like more funny in gifts. Like, but when you actually watch the show, oh, I'm like, that was stupid. No, I love both of them, man. I don't know which one I like more. They're just very different. I I do think I do think uh, The Office is flat out just funnier like from a just plain writing if you were to sit around a table and just do table reads i think the office has overall the percentage wise at least funny more more humor but that's not to say parks and rec isn't funny or cleverly written because it is parks and rec to me just makes me happy it's just such a charming fun happy show with happy characters whereas office is a much more cynical take on everything that's just the way i look at it like so like if almost like breaking it down mathematically it's it's almost like so all right Parks and Rec has seven seasons. The Office has 10, right? Pretty much every season of Parks and Rec. I don't think there's actually a season, except for like the pilot seasons, which everyone's always just like, oh, the humor's way too dry because they're just starting out and they haven't quite figured out the characters. Um, But like generally speaking, like I don't think anybody legitimately hates any of the seasons of Parks and Rec. With The Office, everyone seems to hate definitely season eight maybe season nine um so like at least until the end i did think the finale was interesting but yeah but right like i didn't like it so i didn't hate the last season of the office i thought actually the last season of the office was pretty good obviously not as good as the rest of the seasons but um but like people hate season eight like they hate robert california they just didn't like the vibes of season eight overall um and that just that's just not a general vibe with Parks and Rec. Like for the most part, every season is beloved, some just more than others, but and again, just the characters are just more outrageous. Like Michael Scott is in, is a, is just a crazy dude. He's he's just absurd. And just the 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 squeamish awkward moments that that you see like Scott's tots. I mean, that that Scott is Scott's tots is hilarious. <laughs> yep. But I mean, I don't know. It's just I feel like there's more continuous humor with or like when he's dating Carol and he cuts he puts his face on the picture of her ex-husband for their ski trip 
<laughs> if you walk out that door, this is over. And she's like, yeah, I know. It's also funny knowing that that's his, his wife in real life. That's pretty Yeah, awesome. I know. <laughs> she's so good at acting like she's just so grossed out by Well, it. and it's the same thing with Ron and Tammy. They're husband yes. and wife in real life. So yeah. you gotta you gotta love that. Yeah, but. I'm just and, and well, there you go. Also, uh, Parks and Rec has Ron Swanson, the greatest fictional Ron character Swanson. of all time. So that's yeah. just the bottom line. So yeah, it's hard to it'd be hard for me to pick between the two. But I do like I do love both of those shows. Yeah. But um, well, let's jump into our tourney for this week because this is going to take up the bulk of our time, and then we can close out if there's anything we want we've been playing. I actually want you guys to share a little bit about your Ghost of Tsushima uh, Legends experiences, but we're going to get to that to close out things we're going to do one more tournament um back to back here i know we just did 2010 last week but next week we're actually going to do some spooky game stuff not a tournament more of a quiz and we'll talk Ooh, about some of our fa- we'll just and then we'll just talk about some of our favorite scary games um in honor of halloween next week but for now we are going to do our favorite games of 2011 similar to last week I tried to do 32 games, but I ended up making it like 37. And so there's a number of play-in games. So you'll see that on the bracket. Thankfully, this challenge.com website allows you to do that. You can have whatever weird numbers you want, and it'll automatically create play-in games, which is cool. Um, The games and the the seeding, the matchups are all determined by Metacritic, and the user score is a tiebreaker, and there were a bunch of tiebreakers at the top. Um, Like the top two games, for example, were the exact same critic score but user score broke the tie um each of you guys if you want to can add a game that's not on the list so i'll let you go ahead and scan through here while i also read it for the listeners um you can add one if it's not already on there we'll add it before we begin here um and then of course the simple vote there's just three of us so we'll each cast one vote if you haven't played a game then you just have to essentially give up your vote to the metacritic score um we got rid of things like bottom you put the games in bold are play-in games. Yeah, so those are so it was going to be thirty-two, but so here's the one. Well, you know, I'll read the whole list to you. Okay. So these are play-in games. These are trying to get a spot in the top thirty-two. Oh, okay, I got you. I think there's like eight of them or ten of them, and ten of them fighting for five spots. I think. I got you. All right, so here's a list, and you guys, if you feel like something's missing from 2011, let me know. We've got Batman: Arkham City, Elder Scrolls Five, Skyrim, Portal Two. Minecraft, Legend of Zelda, Skyward Sword, Uncharted 3, Rayman Origins, Little Big Planet 2, Gears of War 3, Dead Space 2, Super Mario 3D Land, Deus Ex Human Revolution, Pushmo, Dark Souls, L.A. Noir, Battlefield 3, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, The Witcher 2, Assassin of Kings, Assassins of Kings, uh, Pokemon Black and White, Bastion, Crisis 2, Mortal Kombat, Radiant Historia, Mario Kart 7, Trine 2, Star Wars The Old Republic, Saints Row the Third, Might and Magic Clash of Heroes, Outland, Killzone 3, Stacking, Bulletstorm, The Binding of Isaac, Infamous 2, Dragon Age 2, Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed Revelations, and Dead Island. So you can see why I included those at the end, because those are pretty major games. Things like Dead Island, Dragon Age 2, those technically, quote-unquote, wouldn't have made the cut because of Metacritic, but mm. I know they are not only fan favorites in general, but some of your favorites, some of my favorites. I wanted to make sure we got Assassin's Creed on there. Um, Infamous 2 and Dragon Age 2. I was Infamous 2 not there. towards the top. That's absurd. Well, just didn't get ranked as high as some of these other ones. Um, I think all of these are in the 80s. Perhaps a few at the bottom are in the upper 70s. So they're all rated as uh, at least good, if not great, um, games. So anything that's missing from this list that you guys want me to add before we jump in? Or you feel pretty good about it? Uh, to be honest, I completely forgot. So. 
I'm so. on board. But this looks like pretty much everything. This is going to be harder than last time, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the the game selection, at least for me, is going to be tougher to pick some of these winners. Last time, I, I, we shared this at the end of last week, too. Like I feel like Mario Galaxy 2 and Red Dead Redemption, as far as games that I've played, were obviously at the top. And even games I hadn't played, like Fallout New Vegas and Heavy Rain, I knew those would do well. So like I feel like I knew the strong ones. This time, I feel like there's so many. Whoa. So let's see. 2000. Am I, oh, am I yeah. missing something? Yeah, Nino Kuni. Come on. The first one came out in 2011? November 17, 2011. In the U.S.? Uh, nope. Wait, no. Oh, no, sorry. That's Japan. Never mind. I think it came to the U.S. in 2012, right? 20, wait. Western, oh, 2013. January. 2013. All right. False alarm. Yes, All right. So I we'll... feel like that's a nine-year-old game as far as me playing it nine years ago. Yeah, yeah, that 2013. Okay, so when we will eventually get to that year, and we'll we'll include that one then. Okay, cool. All right, well, we're going to move ahead with these then, and we got to do our play-in games first. We have five matchups, and first up is going to be Bulletstorm versus The Binding of Isaac. Mm. With Bulletstorm, I, I think Bulletstorm is the better game, and a lot of people love The Binding of Isaac. I've tried it, and I just didn't see the appeal. I, I, I know people love it, but Bulletstorm was just crazy manic fun i thought so yeah i'm i'm all on bullet storm they're actually that team is the one that's making the new game outriders which is, which coming, is coming out when 2021 just okay that's very specific yet okay uh dan what about you i've actually never played either either one all right so oh. you you've got to vote for bullet storm then all right so that one's pretty easy yes Second play-in game, so that one now is in the la- is is in the thirty-second spot. Mm. There, that one's going to go up against Batman: Arkham City. Uh, playing for the matchup against Minecraft is going to be Outland versus Assassin's Creed Revelations. I've played both of these, and I do like them both. I'm curious if you guys have played either and what you thought. Um, is Outland the one where you're shifting between red and blue? Yeah, okay. or it's like yeah. an orange and blue. Yeah, I have played that one. Yeah. I'm I'm Assassin's Creed Revelations. Yeah, Outland me means nothing. Outland's really good, but um, I've replayed it actually within the last year. I fired up the 360 and was playing through some old games, was trying things out. There are many games that are way better. I know that's probably not fair. We're supposed to look at it in the scope of that time, I suppose, but mm. I just don't think it holds up as well as my memory thought it did. So I'm going to go with Assassin's Creed here too. Also, yeah, that Revelations was the conclusion of Ezio's story. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's not the best one. It's the weakest, I think, of Ezio's. But it's, it's not quite as good as Brotherhood, but it's still good. Yeah. Okay, Might and Magic Clash of Heroes against Dead Island. I have a feeling I know which way this one's going to go, but I do want to just say before you guys both vote for Dead Island, that <laughs> Might and Magic Clash of Heroes is a fantastic and fun RPG puzzle game. It's really fun. My kids have played it too. They got it on the DS. I've played it on the 360 quite a bit. I love this game, and I think it holds up great. It's got a cute little RPG story, nothing to get too excited about. It's fine. Um, but, man, the battles are so fun, really clever, and uh, I, I love it. I love that game. So that's my vote, but I understand if you want to pick Dead Island. I just thought Dead Island was a mediocre zombie game. Well, to be fair, I never played the Might and Magic Clash of Heroes, so I, I guess automatically I am picking Dead Island. But Okay. Derek? I, I thought it was fun. I'm a fan of Dead Island. 
I bought it at launch. I mean, I, I can acknowledge objectively it's a not a poor game, but it's not the it's not the it's best. mediocre. It's I mean, it's no dying light, but it was yeah. super yeah. fun. I would play it online with random people, and I had fun. Yeah. It does have probably the best announcement trailer I've ever seen. Still hasn't yeah. been beaten. In my and opinion. I think that's actually why it got beat down a lot is because people hyped it up because of the Well, trailer. yeah, they started talking about like, oh, it's finally an emotional zombie movie. And I'm like, maybe, or maybe it's just a creative trailer for yeah. another zombie game. Yeah. Um, anyway, Clash of Heroes is great. I do recommend it, but I figured Dead Island would go there. What about um, Stacking versus Infamous 2? Looks that's like things funny. are stacked against Stacking. <laughs> yeah, Infamous 2 is stacked against it. So I've played a little bit of stacking, never played infamous two, but I don't think I played enough stacking to say I have to vote for it. So I'm just going to let you guys win that one. I mean, I've, I've platinumed infamous two cause it's fantastic. So I picked that. There you go. Infamous uh, two is right. where they made like a big jump graphically and even mm, on the PS3. Play. Yeah. Story wise, yeah. it's def. I think it is weaker than the first one. Definitely. But, but, yeah. Do you like it better than second son? Yeah, I would. Say I so. did. Um, my only reason I would say I like Second Son more is because it's more modern. But yeah. it's more fun to play. It to when I played the second one to when I played Second Son, I liked the second one better. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Like Delson is not as I didn't like him as much as um. He's uh, he's dude, annoying. I think of his name right now. The the Cole. dude from the first one. Cole. Cole. There. Thank you. All right, what about the last play-in game here to go up against Portal 2, and that's going to be Killzone 3 or Dragon Age 2. Gee, I wonder which one you guys are going to pick. I don't know. This is actually kind of tough. <laughs> I actually like Killzone 3 a lot. That's actually yeah, it's a good game. Killzone. Yeah. Everyone likes that game. Uh, I can't vote for either of these, so you guys will have to pick. My vote is Dragon Age 2, not because I'm being a Dragon Age fanboy, but I really did like Dragon Age 2. Like, it, it was a good game. I think it got crapped on way too much. Mm. And I'll be voting for it over Portal, just so you know. Ugh, Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Portal 2 is one of the best games of the generation. Go ahead, Dan. Yeah, I mean, I like I, I did like Killzone 3. I thought the cutscenes were actually really intriguing, for, I remember. Um, well, it's kind of up to you, because my vote has to go to Killzone 3 as the higher-ranked game. I, I, I probably just a little bit Dragon Age 2 in favor okay. of, so... Again, it doesn't sound like either of you are saying you disliked Killzone 3. Yeah. You just have, no, just it's have a good game. Yeah. I actually really wish that, uh, you know, side point, I really wish Sony would either bring back Killzone, but I would prefer actually they bring back Resistance. But my point is, is bring mm-hmm. back a shooter. You know, a modern-day Resistance would be really cool if they did that. Yeah, I mean, you've got all these third-person action games. Don't get me wrong. They're amazing. I'm not one of those cool guys that's like, all Sony does is the same game over and over. Well, they do it good, so shut up. But I (laughs) really wish they would do a first-person shooter, and they have Insomniac. There's no reason not to bring uh, Resistance back. I mean, Resistance 3 apparently ended on a cliffhanger, so. It did, and it was really good too. Like all the resistance games were good. I don't understand why PlayStation for some reason cannot it's not that they create bad games, but they can't get their audience to buy into their first person. I think the shooter. sales diminish with resistance as each one came out. They did. Yeah. Same thing with uh, Killzone. Yeah. The struggle there was that both of those franchises whether it's fair or not 
were largely looked at as, oh, this is your Halo competition. Let's see what you yeah. got. They were always so, compared against Halo. Like, and they, I don't think either of them necessarily should have been, right? Neither of them are really Resistance like Resistance 2 definitely visually had a lot of like Halo similar Did vibes, it? I think. Okay. okay. But, I think the first Killzone got hurt by being a launch game on the PS3 because everything was hurt by being launched on the PS3. Um, I think Killzone was hurt by being it was directly compared to Halo. It was the Halo. It was advertised as the Halo killer, and then when it came out, because it had all the cool cutscenes and stuff, and then when it came out, it was like it's a good first-person shooter, but it's average at best. Like it's nothing compared to Halo. But so anyways, Killzone that, Two was on PS2, right? Because I feel like I've played two Killzone, Killzone games. One was PS2. Killzone Two was PS3. Oh, it was okay. Yeah, because remember that? Tri- remember that? Like CG? Like they were like, "Oh, this is going to be the gameplay," and it like blew everyone's mind. But like, yeah, yeah, that was they were average. I thought that was Killzone yeah. Three. Okay, got it. Yeah, that was two. All right, then I've only played one. Oh, you know what? Maybe I played the PSP strategy. There one. is a PSP one. Okay, all right. That's those are the ones I played. Only Tim would play that. I mean, so I played I played the original PS2 one, and then I played the one on PSP because I never had a PS3. All right, let's all right, talk guys, about. Look at my thighs anymore, just so you know. Thank God. Thank you. We appreciate Still that. My back let's hurt and get I'll... to match up number one. Our number one against number thirty-two, and that's Batman: Arkham City versus Bulletstorm. I think Arkham City is by far a better game. I don't think it's even close. So that's my yeah. Point. As much as I like Bulletstorm. Arkham City is objectively and subjectively better. I played no Bullet Storm and a little bit of Arkham City, so I have to automatically put that on. A little bit of Arkham City? Yeah, never finished it. What's wrong with you? Game okay. still holds up, man. Arkham City's still great. I, had the, um, I, I was playing, I started on PS Now, but like it, it didn't run super well. Hmm. So, And then I waited well, for the collection. This next matchup is interesting because they used to go toe to toe every year in the sales. Uh, battle as well and that's battlefield 3 against call of duty modern warfare 3 this is when uh both of them i think released around holiday season so you had these Mm -hmm. two major war shooters to pick from and um i was never a battlefield guy i did play both of these games and i still at this point at least remember really loving the modern warfare franchise so that's my pick is call of duty i'm actually a battlefield guy but i'm still gonna go with modern warfare because that was the one i like really liked i loved that one what are you, Dan? I did not play Battlefield 3, so I go with Modern Warfare 3. All right. Call of Duty wins, just like in real life. All right. Um, <laughs> Little Big Planet 2 is a number eight seed going up against Trine 2 in the 25 seed. Dan, what do you think? I know Trine is has a little bit of a cult following, but yeah, Little Big Planet 2 all day, for sure. That guy's I... adorable. I'm sure I own Little Big Planet too, but didn't play it, so I'm just gonna go with whatever Metacritic gives. Yeah, I have to let Little Big Planet win this one because I haven't played either of these. Although there is a major sale, if tr- the Trine games interest you, you can get all four of them for like twelve bucks on a couple different platforms right now, including the Switch. So, um, Little Big Planet two moves on. What about Gears of War three against Mario Kart seven? Another That's- kind of funny matchup because they're so different from each other. <laughs> But I love both of these games. So, Derek, I'll let you pick first because I think I know which one you're going to pick. Yeah, of course. I'm going Gears. I mean, Mario Kart 7 was good, but it was it was, it was handheld only. Yep. Um, Gears of War 3. It was actually my least favorite Gears until I replayed it. Now I really, really, really like it. It's really yeah. good. What about you, Dan? So, Mario Kart 7 was just the DS? 
D- DS, yep. Okay. Well, then I have not played either one. So. so that means you've got to go with Gears. No. Which means Gears is going to win no matter what. Uh, but I also would vote for Gears here. And I love me some Mario Kart. And I love Mario Kart 7. But Gears is a franchise that, since I've played it through in recent years, has really won me over. I love that game. I can't believe my vote was forced onto an Xbox game. This is ridiculous. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I would have voted for it anyway, so it would have won. <laughs> Um, all right, now we have to go with Minecraft in the number four spot against Assassin's Creed Revelations in the number 36 spot. Yeah. I mean... Uh, again, I'm completely subjective here. It's Assassin's Creed Revelations. I hate Minecraft. It's <laughs> Dan? I mean, I, I, I get the Minecraft thing, except for, like, any sort of story or, you know, whatever. So, yeah, I mean, Assassin's Creed, obviously. Yeah. yeah, other than, like, visuals, gameplay, and story, Minecraft is fine. <laughs> Yeah. Other, th- other than the essentials of what makes a game good in my mind, it's yeah. great. Anybody uh, ever wonder how that thing caught on? I mean, I get the whole like just build. build. Yeah, people but just there was the Lego game. games and all that before that. I don't understand. Yeah, but it's not like that. It's not like the you know. It's yeah. not like this exactly. You know. Yeah, I still pick Assassin's Creed Revelations uh, in that one. Even if I did like Minecraft, uh, my kids would be mad at me for picking that one. So I'm glad they're not just here to hear them. this. Just don't tell. I won't. Um, all right, now we're at number 13 against 20. So it's Pushmo against Bastion. So two kind of smaller indie-style games. Have you guys played both of these? I only played Bastion. Yeah, me okay. too. Same here. I've played both, and uh, this is actually kind of a hard pick. I think they're both really good, but I'd have to go with Pushmo just by a smidge. It's a, one of my favorite uh, kind of platforming puzzle. I shouldn't even say platforming. Because it's just in a single screen, essentially, uh, puzzle games. It's really clever. Really great use of 3D, too. One of the few games that used 3D in a way that wasn't annoying and headachey. Uh, I loved their use of the 3D and the 3DS. But anyway, uh, Bastion will win that one. Wait, Derek. Two to one. Wait, indie game? Is that? Did I just hear that correctly? Or like willingly? What was that? You've played an indie game willingly? That's. I Wait, cannot okay. I should confirm or deny. <laughs> You guys are, by the way, is that you guys are both saying we pick Bastion there, right? Okay, all right, all right. Uh, Legend of Zelda: Skyward Sword against Dead Island, and uh, the rankings is five against thirty-seven. I'll let you guys talk first. Um, that's actually the only modern Zelda I've never played, so by default, I have to pick Dead Island. Um, I have not played it, but I have played Dead Island. And I am not going to vote for Dead Island. So <laughs> I thought we have to. Are you changing the rules? Well, I think I can. Do I have to? Pl- do I have to vote for it if I've played it. What if I hated it? I really didn't like Dead Island. I would never vote for it over any of these games. If you hated it, like I, I would defer. Yeah, I, thought I would stipula- defer to Metacritic. I was going to say I thought the stipulation was if you've never played that game, you can't pick it. I, I think you should yeah. be able to defer to Metacritic. Like if I hate a game. And I don't want to vote for it, but I didn't play the other one. I'll just do the first. Isn't Skyward Sword like the weakest one out of all the modern ones? It's the one that forces you to use the Wii mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't actually really. I I kind of hope that they re-release that at some point. Yeah, so do I. I think they will next year with. That's Zelda's why I'm actually going to vote for Dead Island because I enjoyed Dead Island. I played like. Four hours of Skyward Sword. I kind of liked it, but I don't like being forced to use a Wiimote. So unless they 
re-release it like they've done Mario Galaxy and say, hey, you don't have to use the Wiimotes, I'm going to vote for Dead Island. Do I think right. objectively Skyward Sword's a better game? Yeah. All right. Well, Dead Island's going to win two to one. Uh, I abstained from that vote. Uh, that was just Metacritic against you two. So. Um, Deus Ex Human Revolution against Crisis 2. This is 12 against oh, Deus 21. Ex wins every time. Over Dude, every Deus Ex Human Revolution is an amazing game. And I only played a little bit. I can't remember if it was Crisis 2 or just the first Crisis, but I thought the Crisis games were fine and looked really pretty. But I love Deus Ex Human Revolution. Love it. That's my pick. Deus Ex. Deus Ex for me. Deus Ex. Still great games, by the way. Uh, I love those games. I Mankind Divided they is... They would make another one. Mankind Divided was criminally under... Really experienced you at can, all. You can take the internet and they're stupid whining for that crap. It's all right. Ugh. We're getting cyberpunk. It's fine. It's all right. We're getting cyberpunk. <laughs> it's okay. Everything's fine. All right, guys. Now it's time to... You know, we had this with Minecraft already. Now it's another pop culture moment. Do we want to pick Skyrim, which is the number two game? Actually, it was tied for number one with Batman. They both had, I think, like a 96 or 97. Um, but the user score was a tiebreaker there. So Skyrim against Infamous 2. <laughs> I already know who I'm voting for. I haven't... I cannot say that I've experienced enough of Skyrim to vote for it. Uh, and I never played Infamous 2. So this is another one that I'll abstain from here. I mean, I love Infamous. But, I mean, I love... Skyrim even more. I love that game. I know oh, a lot of people never vote for Skyrim. Give me Infamous too, even if they lose. Just so Dan, don't. you picked Skyrim. I mean, it's people crap it's on Skyrim. it. It's been released like seventeen times, but like it's it's a super fun game. Like just yeah. you go is in a direction. Too, is it though? Is it super fun? Super, <laughs> it? Not fun. Super fun. Because mm. it's probably one of the worst played games ever. I've never understood. The love for the Elder Scrolls games, and I'll play them. But for gameplay wise, they're trash. That's you one like time Fallout, that though. I actually agree with Sasan. You like Fallout though, and he's an idiot. You're not even listening. I said, do you like Fallout? <laughs> yeah, I like Fallout, but Fallout plays better than Skyrim. How does it play? It literally needs the VAT system in order to work. Thank you. You just answered your own question. It, I play it like an RPG. Skyrim. So is that why you don't like Fallout seventy six? Because there's not really a VAT system, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a really dumb VAT. System. Yeah, it looks dumb when you're swinging your sword, but that's fine. It's All right. Dumb. Well, Skyrim's moving on anyway because well, that pisses was, me off, and I want off the show. It was one to one, and then Metacritic gets the tiebreaker there. Um, that's what you get. All right. Uh, L.A. Noir at number 15 against The Witcher 2 at number 18. This one's actually legitimately tough for me. I've played both these games start to finish. Really like them both. I don't think they're the best by their developer. Their developer has made better games, of course, but they're both really cool games and really good in their time. Um, L.A. Noir was published by Rockstar, not made by Rockstar. Yeah, who developed that? Um, It was some Australian developer. I forget. Yeah. Okay. Well, Derek, which vote, one would you pick here? My vote, while I love both of them, The Witcher 2 is the better game for me. Okay. Dan, did you play both? I've not played Witcher 2. Um, so did you play L.A. Noir and did you like it? I actually really did like it. My wife lo- actually loved watching me play that because she's super into serial killer stuff and there's that whole, you know, Black Dahlia. Dude, the, yeah, the, um, 
yeah, the setting was really cool. The story was fascinating. And I'll tell you, the facial animation stuff they did back on that old technology was just amazing. And you were you had to watch out for little ticks and twitches that they might have while they're talking to try to pinpoint a yeah. lie. Um, Straight up interrogating criminals or, or potential criminals. Yeah. This is a matchup I wish would have happened later. Um, but I'm going to go with Ellen Noir by a hair uh, for me personally. <laughs> yes, he's disappointed two so times in a row. Dragon Age 2 is going to go further than freaking The Witcher 2. That's that's terrible. That is. But I, mean, I actually I wish these hadn't matched up the way they did, but that's Derek, the way it we goes. We love Dragon Age, so it's fine. Yeah, I know, but The Witcher 2 is a better game by like a mile. Now that would be a no-brainer, in my opinion. All right, Rayman Origins at number 7 against Star Wars The Old Republic at number 26. This is fun. I like this. I like this matchup here. I'll do Star Wars. I played both, and I hate the Rayman games because I hate Rayman. Oh, I love the Rayman games. Just against the man, whatever he is. I don't know what he. I don't know what is. You know, Dan. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, Rayman Origins. That game is excellent. It's one yeah, of the Rayman best Origins. The past whatever years, like and yeah, Origins, and then so even by itself, Origins is an amazing game, and then Legends was even better, but Origins was fantastic. Uh, but I still have to go with Star Wars Old Republic, one of easily my favorite MMO that I've played, and I still dabble every once in a while. Since it's a free to play, uh, you can play most of it. I love the Old Republic. I still think it holds up amazing. Both these games hold up great, but the Old Republic is just so good. It's one of Bioware's most impressive really uh, games. I'm not they saying they haven't brought that to consoles yet. Agreed. It's one of their most impressive games because of the depth of it, how much story is there, so much voice acting, tons of character stuff, lots of... I mean, it's just... It's unreal. So I'm going to go with Star Wars, but Rayman still is a, a fun game. I guess now I'm the disappointed one. So <laughs> That's what I'm here for, guys, to disappoint both of you one at a time. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dead Space 2 at number 10, going up against the DS RPG Radiant Historia. Dead Space 2. I like the, um, is it, is that a sequel to, is that PS2 RPG? Was it Radiata Stories or Radiata? I believe, yes, I believe it is a sequel to that. It is a part of that series, at least. I love that PS2 one, but I never played this one. Uh, Dead Space 2, definitely. Yeah, it makes me curious to play Radiant Historia, but I never played it. And I did play some Dead Space 2, and it's also the Metacritic pick. So that's what we're going with. That is the one we are going with. All righty. A couple more in round one here. We've got Portal 2 going up against Dragon Age 2. (laughs) So I want to, because everybody knows I'm going to vote for Dragon Age 2 because I already said I was going to. Portal 2 is a genius game. It's hilarious. But Dragon Age 2 is just like if you were to put those two games in front of me and say you you can only play one, like right now, I'm not going to play Portal 2. It's just not a fun game to me. I got you. Yep, yep. Uh, It's definitely Portal 2 for me, but to be totally fair, I never played Dragon Age 2. Um, I have heard that even Dragon Age fans think of it as the weakest. Mm. Not that it's bad, but the weakest entry, Um, and that's fine. But Portal 2, in my opinion, was uh, just some of the best game-making, writing. Uh, Stephen Merchant as Wheatley is so funny. Um, the puzzles are super clever and then it actually is a surprisingly lengthy game too like it feels like you get to the end of it pretty quick but then actually that's just really the first third of the game and then the Mm -hmm. game really opens up and becomes something totally different it's just amazing i love portal 2 uh dan have you played both of these or just dragon age 
Just Dragon Age. I never really got Portal, to be honest with you. I played a little bit of the first one, and I know the second one's quite different, like more fleshed out, but I just, I never got it. Like, yeah, I recommend for anyone who's going to play Portal 2. I think Portal 2 holds up. Portal 1, eh, kind of. Portal 1 feels more like a tech demo if you play mm-hmm. it now um, with some funny little moments in it. Portal 2 feels like a more fully f- fleshed out game. So yeah. if you're going to play 2, I do recommend maybe read up on Portal 1 because there's a little bit of that storyline there where you're getting tested on by this uh, sassy computer AI. <laughs> and so it helps in Portal 2 to have a little bit of that background if you're going to play it. It just makes the story Portal more fun. Portal 2 is probably the funniest game ever created so funny yeah right out of the gate too um anyway i i, I do recommend it but i had a feeling dragon age 2 would so many people here. Well, you, you you screwed me over with the witcher 2 so you guys deserve this i mean i'm fine i pick what i dragon age so i win there mm-hmm. okay <laughs> do you really think dragon age is that good or you just love the series that much dragon age 2 i mean do you really think dragon age 2 is that good or you just like the series for me much? yeah both of you well, like, again, if I, I had to rate it, like, Dragon Age Inquisition is probably, like, a 9.5. So, Dragon Age is a 9. I would say Dragon Age 2 is probably an 8.5. Like, they just go down by point. I only ask because I had to ask myself that question with The Witcher. No, I have to put aside how much I freaking love The Witcher 3. It's in my top group of my favorite games of all time. It's one of the best games I've ever made. Witcher 2 shouldn't get a benefit from that just because I love 3. So, so I was just curious. I know how much you guys love Inquisition and you love the original. See, I would rate but... The Witcher 2 not as high as The Witcher 3, but I wouldn't drop it more than 0.5 because That's the fair. only difference to me between those two games is one is open world and the other one's not. But as far as story, characters... Story's great, yeah. yeah. I thought Witcher 2, especially the ending... Yeah, like spoilers. You don't even have to fight the the final guy. Like you can depends talk on the, your decision. Yep. Yeah. Yes. So like that, and that really decision, cool. by the way, you as you open up Witcher three, you're getting interviewed by a guy, and he asks you what decisions that you made in Witcher two, and then that'll play out uh, in Witcher three. Yeah, because the guy from Witcher two that you the boss he can show up. He can show up in three. Yep. Like, that's the stuff that I felt like The Witcher was doing. I'm not saying games weren't doing that. They were, but not not final bosses. There wasn't a lot of games that were like, you can talk yourself out of this. Like, you don't have to yeah. fight this guy if you don't want to. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's move on to um, Dark Souls versus Pokemon Black and White. <laughs> this matchup is hilarious. <laughs> Dark Souls versus Pokemon. That oh part is, with you two guys, Pokemon could win. All right, well, I'll go ahead and cast my vote ahead of time. I really, really like Dark Souls, what I've played of it. I think I've played enough to know I do like Pokemon Black and White better. And I'm oh. picking Pokemon. <laughs> oh, this is fun. I like this. Derek, uh, you're going to go Dark Souls, especially with how recently you've played it, right? There's no weird right. reason you'd pick Pokemon? Okay. All right, Dan, have you played both of these? I have. Okay. Um, I really I really want to make sure that we know anybody in the group who loves Dark Souls is listening to this moment right now. <laughs> oh, no. Especially Sasan, because I'm picking Pokemon Black and White. Because <laughs> Dark Souls or Souls overall, overrated. The series overrated. Really not that not, great. Not like that great. I've turned into really? not only a PC snob, but I have turned into a FromSoft snob. A FromSoft, yeah, you have. Like, when you like 
dive into what that game is. Like I talk about intelligent games. Like Dark Souls might be the smartest smartest game I've ever played. I can't like, disagree with that, but I will say this: building, combat, you, everything. But you talked about Skyrim a few minutes ago about it's how it's trash. not about how it's not fun to play. I think it's a valid argument that a lot of people have with oh, Dark yeah. Souls that it is not yeah. always fun. If to I'm going to play that okay, kind of game. Can I just make a distinction there? I'm yeah. saying Skyrim's not fun to play because it's actually not fun to play. Like, <laughs> not, in, your, in your opinion. <laughs> hold on. It's not because, like, it's too hard for me. People that say Dark Souls isn't fun to play, it's because it's too hard for them. If they picked up the controller and could beat all the bosses, they wouldn't be saying that. Because why? It controls flawlessly. It moves flawlessly. It plays perfectly so then let me make the comparison with like and it's not like it's not exactly the same but like devil may cry for example like that's my style of action game that is fun to play that is fun to play and like i don't have to worry about my defense as far as like well i'm wearing heavy armor so now when i do a roll it's like i'm like an old man trying to like fall over on my hip like barely like i'm just gonna get hit devil may cry isn't an rpg that's, that's like fine. docking that's Dark Souls for the same things you, that are in every RPG. It's a literal like, weight issue of like, well, you're wearing heavy armor, so you're, you have better defense, and that's great. And that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But like, you, you can barely roll out of the way, or it drains a bunch of your stamina because the, the freaking armor weighs so much. Yeah, that's so, what makes it smart. Fun. Not fun, though. <laughs> Like, oh, I want to roll everywhere and dodge and do all sorts of ridiculous nonsense. So I, I do think there are people who legitimately, like, and I'm speaking on their behalf because I'm not a Skyrim fan. I'm with you, Derek. I've, I've played Skyrim. I've tried starting Skyrim, I think, six times now. And I always have fun up until I have to start fighting something that I'm like, oh, I don't like this combat system. That's what I'm saying. Like, my but, opinion but, isn't insane. Go ahead. I, I also th- feel the same way about some Souls games. Now, Dark Souls, I think, did have moments where I was like, oh, this could be fun to play. But when I actually encountered an enemy, it's not that it was difficult. You know me. I've played a lot of difficult games, and I push through the difficult stuff if I think it's fun to play. I legitimately don't think that Dark Souls combat is all that fun. I understand the rush of overcoming a challenge and learning the system. Totally get it. Super admire it. Your ability to beat things like you, both of you beat Sekiro, or as you're playing yeah, through Sekiro, Sekiro, whatever. Listen, I, I admire that, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to find it to be fun just because it's a well-developed fighting system. That's all it is. That's all. Sekiro, I think is fun. It's super hard, but like, I actually enjoy the movement, the way it like controls the movement. Basically all you're saying is you like fast games and if the game's not fast, therefore it's not fun. I'm saying, I'm saying I said Skyrim's not fun, right? But you could use a different word so we can get away from this. Fun is subjective. Skyrim is not good. It's not objectively good. <laughs> yeah, also, yeah, like the, it's objective the, opinion. It's but... terrible. No, but you're right. You're saying terrible. that the actual design you of the combat anybody, system. Anybody ask anybody who's a big Skyrim fan, besides Dan, like somebody with a brain, and you go, "Why do you like Skyrim?" They'll tell you the same thing every time. They will never tell you. It's just so much fun to play. The gameplay is so good. Times and everyone keeps buying it. Clearly, they want to play. Hold it. on. I'm going to answer why they buy it. They like to explore. They like the openness. They like that they can do whatever they want. None of them praise it because it's fun to play. None of them will tell you objectively the gameplay is well done. It is. Pause. Pause real quick. Derek, you're right in that 
when you're fighting in Skyrim. Yeah. yeah. Can, but that's not the only thing Skyrim you do in Skyrim. In Dark Souls, that's the only thing you do is fight. In Skyrim, you do a lot more than just fight. I think that's why yeah. people are okay with it. So it's not we're not judging it just based on combat. Yeah, two different kinds of RPGs. It's it's the full scope of what that game's trying to do, and, and Skyrim isn't just about combat. Like when let I said, me just say that it's fine. Dark Souls is getting voted off, but <laughs> let me just say this again. I'm not saying Dark Souls is fun. It's fun to me because why? I figured it out. If I haven't figured it out, it wouldn't have been fun, dude. It's like Red Dead Redemption Two, Derek. I think Red Dead Redemption Two is a blast because I love the pacing and the realism and how it feels to walk ride a horse shoot all those pieces i think are done brilliantly and you but have fun playing it i don't I have think a blast can... there yeah. you go and they're both yeah they're both slow games just different there kinds of... so there's there's a little bit of middle ground on both of these you're making a good point with skyrim and with dark souls yeah. i get it uh but this is how i felt with red dead and mario galaxy 2 getting kicked off you guys last time. Like that you voted off the witcher 2 and dark souls and and portal 2 <laughs> i don't Witcher care 2 is portal. only because it's up against i think one of Rockstar's best games that they've published. Come on, Grand Theft Auto. Like, 5, I would, probably. I would be mad if it was like Red Dead or something, but I, I could understand it losing to Red. La Noir is amazing, but La Noir was a one-off and it was good, but it was not. It's not good. It was good. It just didn't need to be open world. It should have been more like actually the um, what was it that you just played the Mafia games? Mafia Defender yeah. Edition. It could be more like that. La like Noir should have been more like that. Agreed. All right, uh, Uncharted 3 against Saints Row the Third. We have a pretty uh, oh, big cool. distance between their rankings. That's 6 versus 27. Saints Row the Third is another weird one that keeps getting re-released on every platform ever created. Um, but I think it's not even close here, Uncharted 3. I love the Uncharted yeah. games. They're all amazing. Of course. Yeah, Uncharted. Yeah, absolutely. All right, yeah. and then the last matchup of this round while I try to get this tournament thing to load my score there, is Super Mario 3D Land on the 3DS up against Mortal Kombat, which both of you, correct me if I'm wrong, you're both more MK fans. This was, I think, a reboot? Oh, that was... Yeah. A reboot was, was Mortal Kombat 9. And it was just called Mortal Kombat, although, Derek, I think you're right. It, it was the ninth one, right? Even though it's just yeah. called Mortal Kombat. Okay. So there was never an actual MK9 that was called MK9? Right. No. So. Okay. So uh, what's your pick on that one just know if i lose this one i'm leaving the show <laughs> i'm putting in my re- mortal Kombat. okay M- mortal Kombat. i'm gonna leave it up to dan uh because i'm gonna pick super mario 3d land i know I you mean, are yeah i, just, I love that game I had a brain fart because I, I i maybe i was thinking because it's mortal Kombat 9 technically I, I i had in my head 2009 so i thought we were talking uh... about mortal 10 so i was like wait was that 2009 um yeah, no, definitely Mortal Kombat for sure. Like Mario Land, super fun. But like this yeah. was like this brought Mortal Kombat back from like nobody giving a crap. Super Mario 3D Land was probably the best handheld Mario game. Yeah, I probably like could correct me if I'm wrong on that one. But it is not even close to the best Mario game, let alone Mario 3D game. Yeah. So it's very, very good though. But um, Mortal Kombat to me yeah, makes like, sense there too. This brought Mortal Kombat back to actually being important and people acknowledging it and enjoying yeah. it. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. All right, let's see what we can do in round two here. See what kind of uh, feelings we can hurt and what kind of brains we can make explode. Here we go. Uh, Batman Arkham... Heavy rain won last time, guys, okay? So just get over yourselves. Get over yourselves for a second. All right. Um, Batman Arkham City uh, going up against Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. 
Derek, which would you pick here? Oh, Batman easily. Dan? Yeah, I can't let Call of Duty go. I mean, screw you, Activision. Batman, for sure. <laughs> Batman Arkham City is my pick. Uh, played both of those, liked them both. Arkham City is my favorite Batman game. Um, Little Big Planet 2 up against Gears of War 3. Gears of War 3, by far. Yeah, I Because I, I pick Little Big Planet just by default. But Yeah. It was the higher ranked one, and it's the only one you've played, right? So. Yeah. But Gears will win that round and move on to face Batman. And then we've got Assassin's Creed Revelations from the underdog spot going up against Bastion. Can I just put Assassin's Creed in the next round? Can we just do that? I'm doing Assassin's Creed, yeah. Yes, absolutely. All right. This is going This is going fast. <laughs> yeah. I know, round I know there's some indie fans. Like We got some listeners that are indie fans who are probably angry about that. But Bastion was good, but it got boring. Bastion was good. That's exactly it. It got so repetitive. So it was very yeah. creative, kind of cool and charming. Got super repetitive. Thankfully, Supergiant learned how to make better games as the years went along. But um, Bastion, I think, has given a, little, a, a bit of a pass uh, on how repetitive the gameplay gets. Um, Dead Island against Deus Ex Human Revolution. Dan, uh, did you play? Okay, so Derek picks Deus Ex. Dan, did you play both of these? I played like a little bit of Deus Ex. Um, I, I, I do really like that island. I actually would pick that island, to be honest. All right. Well, I'll be the tiebreaker then and pick Deus Ex. I've played both as well, and I hate Dead Island. So, Man, hate is such a strong word. All right. Hate is a strong word. I don't hate it. I see why it's it's just – to me, it was so janky and just not a good game. It was ugly. I didn't like it. Hate when we see Derek's thighs. That's the hate that you <laughs> – That is true. That's where the hate comes in. All right, so here comes two games that Derek can't wait to pick between, and that is Skyrim uh, versus L.A. Noir. Dark Souls. <laughs> nope. Dark Souls. I don't. I'm looking. I don't see that one in this round here. <laughs> crap Souls. Is that what you meant? Uh, Dan, uh, Dan, I'll make you. I'll make you pick first since you you liked both of these. So which one would you pick between these two? Skyrim. I would pick. Skyrim. I'm gonna go L.A. Noir. I'm gonna stick with my. Pick there, Derek. Mine would be L.A. Noir. Uh, and now, now my heart is broken. Good. Sorry, Skyrim Good. folks, but uh, overrated game is overrated. All right, Star Wars: The Old Republic up against Dead Space Two. Of course, my pick is Star Wars: The Old Republic. I'm going Star Wars. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> now so I feel it's like two to character. one. There goes Dead Space 2. It's out of here. You pissed me off, Dan, so my whole agenda is just <laughs> to vote your objective here and picking the right case because you're pissed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Dragon Age 2 up against Pokemon Black and White. My pick has to be Pokemon Black and White because of the ranking as well as it's the only one I've played. Uh, Derek, you're going to say Dragon Age 2. And then, See, Dan, it's up to you be a jerk here and not pick dragon age but i i, I would pick dragon age just that's why i was it. asking you before is it a game you legitimately like or you just like the series so much that but it sounds like you do really like this one which is cool yeah i do i did like it i just i i definitely agreed you know at the time like i said before just the the laziness of reusing assets of the intern the certain environments indoor environments was yeah you did talk about that yeah that's why you loved inquisition so much because it was truly a brand new yes. thing through yes. and through the ultimate all Star right. Wars. So. The, oh my gosh. 
The uh, oh, by the way, speaking of Star Wars, real quick, quick aside, my my son Shepard just finished it on story mode because it is a really difficult game if you don't play it on the easy mode. Uh, he loved it, and I I knew that after the final battle, there's an encounter that you have. It's a little bit of a chase sequence at the end of that game. You guys remember that? Um, that I won't spoil in case you haven't played it. But I was I, I was just watching for his reaction for when this character appeared, and now you have yeah. this whole sequence because I wanted to see what he did. It yeah. was just priceless, man. Like he was like, oh, "It's really him," you know. He like was panicked and he was like ah. gripping the controller, and it was just it was adorable and it was awesome and it was great. It was yeah. great, great. All right, um, Uncharted three against Mortal Kombat nine. I'm gonna go Mortal Kombat. I mean, I played that game like forever. I'm going to say Uncharted 3 because, guys, it's Uncharted. And it's, after replaying all of them, I think it's one of the best. I think it might be better than 2. Sorry. I, th- I think it actually, yeah, I'd, I'd say it's better than 2. I mean, the, um, right, the opening. Thanks, Greg. Really thanks, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Uncharted 3 is better than Uncharted 2. Yeah, you're so cool, Greg. Go die in a hole, Greg. <laughs> well, I think we can all agree on that one, right? <laughs> Not just <laughs> So Dan, what are you picking? It's one to one. Uncharted three against MK nine. I know the. I know you love both these series, yeah. so this is a tough this one. Is, this one. This is the first Sophie's choice of this tourney for me. <laughs> so, not to compare, you know. I mean, uh-huh, this is more uh-huh. important, obviously, than picking children, right? Yeah. Um, depends on the kid. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, Derek. I have to pick Uncharted. I mean, Uncharted. I can live with it because I like Uncharted, but you guys picking trash over my games, y'all are trash. Well, the good news is none of the stuff, the trash that we picked is really going to make it that much farther, I don't think. Um, all right, Batman Arkham City going up against Gears of War 3 to kick off the quarterfinals here. Batman Arkham City in number one spot up against Gears of War 3. I'm going to have trouble picking, so I want one of you guys to go first. <laughs> well, I, mine is going to be Gears of War 3. Because I really like that game. Oh, Batman by default. So. Oh crap! All right. Um, Here's your Sophie. This choice. is. This one's really tough. I'm trying to think of Gears of War three without knowing there's even better gears coming after that, and four, and then five. I thought it got progressively better. Oh, that's tough. Okay. Um, but I'm gonna have to go with Batman Arkham City. I love that series, and that's my favorite of that series. But I, I hate making that choice. I love both those games. That would have been a really good final matchup, I think, because I think those are two of the best games of the year. Um, Assassin's Creed Revelations, continuing its Cinderella run, going up against Deus Ex Human Revolution. I am picking Deus Ex on this one. This is where the Assassin's Creed Revelations entry, being the one of the weaker ones, not the not bad, but one of the weaker ones, comes into play, and I thought Deus Ex Human Revolution, which I played years later and still thought it was amazing. It's fantastic. Yeah, I'm with you. Deus Ex, uh, definitely better than Assassin's Creed Revelations. Poor Ezio. Poor Ezio. Is that which one would you have picked, Dan? Assassin's Creed. All right. So Deus Ex moves on. Now we're down to Elie Noir against Star Wars: The Old Republic, and this is where I throw my vote towards Star Wars again as my favorite MMO. Um, but not by a lot. I think L.A. Noir was a brilliant game. But um, Star Wars, it's my, one of my favorite IPs, as you guys all know, as well as just a really, really, really fun MMO that you can play single player. It's so fun. You can play it single player. It's amazing. We get it. Uh, I'm going to go... Oh, okay. Sorry. Dan. I was just going to say Dan, because I think, Derek, you played both of these. Yeah. 
Yeah, and Dan, I think, has to pick Ellie Noir. Right. Okay. So Derek, which one makes it through to the to the semifinals? Uh LOE. LA Noir. All right. Rockstar hitting the semifinals with a non GTA or Red Dead game. Weird. All right. In the last matchup of this round is Dragon Age 2 going up against Uncharted 3. Uncharted 3 gets my vote. What say you, Mr. Derek? What was the other game? Dragon Actually no, I'm going to say Dan. And then we'll go to Derek at the end. Um Dragon Age 2 or Uncharted 3. Oh, okay. okay. Uh I'm going to have to pick I will be picking Dragon Age. So it's 1 to 1. Mr. Teague? I'm actually going to pick Uncharted 3. You're just doing the reverse of what I did earlier. (laughs) I just think Uncharted 3 is the better game. Okay. Fair enough. Also, Dragon Age was hanging on way too long here. Um, I mean, was it though? I mean, (laughs) I I actually don't know. I actually don't know. But I just, I I love Uncharted 3. All right. was hanging on way too long, so. Star Wars was hanging on for a long time, so that was not surprising to see it go. Oh, man. Right, here that are... was clearly getting voted in by me just because of matchups. Otherwise, that game would have been out round one. Yeah, that makes sense. If you were if you were to rank these, that probably would not have made like been in your top eight. That makes sense. Um, all right, number one against number twelve, fighting for a final spot. That's Batman: Arkham City up against Deus Ex: Human Revolution. Mister Freitas, which do you pick? I will be picking the Batman. Mr. Teague? Uh, I'm going to go Deus Ex. I'm a big fan of the franchise. And that game, just to be clear, I'm not voting for it because of Mankind, but I'm voting for it because I actually really like it. Yeah, Human Revolution was very good. Batman Arkham City was better. So that's my pick. Batman Arkham City, making it to the final... And then that's going to go up against L.A. Noir, uh, the winner of L.A. Noir or Uncharted Three. Okay. So L.A. Noir, Uncharted Three. Which one would you pick? Uncharted Three. Hmm. I'm also Uncharted Three. Yeah, Uncharted. Yep. Ooh, this is an epic battle. This is going to be a tough one here at the end. All right, so in our third place match, we've got Deus Ex up against L.A. Noir, and I pick Deus Ex there. Deus Ex. And Dan, you pick L.A. Noir there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. How did Deus... I, I didn't think Deus Ex lost. How did it become in third? Well, Batman beat it. Batman beat it 2-1. to one. Oh, it did? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're here. You're you're listening. So now we have the final matchup. The number one seed actually made it all the way to the end, and that's Batman Arkham City going up against Uncharted Three: Drake's Deception. Mm. Oh gosh. Okay. So this is these are both technically the third in their in their franchises, right? We had Arkham Asylum. Then didn't we have Origins, or was City the second one? Well, City was the second one. Oh, and, and then Origins came after that. Okay. And then we all had right. Arkham Knight. So. All right, so not the third in each, but this one's a this one's a tough one. I think. It's not tough I just for love me. both these. I I love both these franchises a lot. All right, I'm uh, gonna I'm gonna be the first one to vote because I think you two are more torn than I am. Like I liked Batman, Arkham City, but it was actually 
probably my least favorite of all the Batman games. So I'm going to go with Uncharted 3 because after replaying all the Uncharted games... By the way, I can't really replay the Batman games. Anytime I try, I get bored after like a few hours. So that's another reason why I would have voted oh, for Oh, interesting. But um, okay. after replaying Uncharted 3, it went from being like my least favorite to I actually like it definitely so, more than 4, but I like it almost as much as 2. But I will not say I like it more than two because I'm not Greg. I'm not gonna say, Greg. Second ago, you're antagonizing us. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to go with Arkham City here. I loved the story. The exploration was amazing. Moving around the city as Batman was just so cool. And I loved it. I think it cast the perfect tone for a Batman game. So I'm going to go with Arkham City. I mean, just barely over Uncharted 3. So it's one-to-one. Dan, it comes down to you. Who's the winner of our best of 2011 tournament? Yeah, this is just going to end very, just very quickly. Uncharted. Yeah. Uncharted. <laughs> there we go. I so there you go. Time. There's our final. Good to note that Arkham City was like the first like open world one. Because the, yeah. the very first Batman wasn't open world. It was not. But that's right. what it made was... Arkham City cool. But mm-hmm. their open worlds are very bland. Yeah. So. Agreed. Well, there you go. There are our winners. Sorry, I hear my dog yelping over here. Just want to point oh, out she... that uh, Uncharted is a PlayStation exclusive, so suck it all you <laughs> other and consoles. <laughs> uh, congrats. You triggered like, all three of our Xbox listeners. Congrats, I suppose. All right, so if I had to glance through this list and pick ones that jump out at me as probably my personal favorites, um, I do think Batman Arkham City would be right up there. I need to do a double check to see if it's actually at the top or not. Um, Yeah, it's going to be up there. I mean, Mario 3D Land, Uncharted 3, uh, Batman Arkham City, Deus Ex, Gears of War 3. Like Those are probably my five. Not in that order. I think Gears of War 3 is probably my second favorite of the year. So it's probably Batman Arkham City. Gears 3 just barely over Uncharted 3. Or they're actually tied. Um, Mario 3D Land and yeah. Uh, and then Portal 2 for me. I know I didn't get a lot of love because it got knocked out in the first round by Dragon Age. But um, Portal 2, now that I'm, I just now spotted it again. I forgot it was there. That one would actually be ahead of 3D Land um, and of Deus Ex. So Portal 3 is in my, my top three or four. What do, you, what do you guys think? What would be your personal top picks from 2011? Which is a pretty strong year for games now that I'm looking at this it list. It was. So back in 2011, I would have not voted for Dark Souls. But now Dark Souls would actually be the number one game for me. Then I would probably vote in... I'm going to say The Witcher 2. And then it would probably be a tie between Gears of War 3, unless I'm missing something, and Deus Ex Human Revolution. I don't think I'm missing anything that I so love. So Uncharted 3 wouldn't have been on your personal top, even though you didn't No, like it. I mean, I liked it, but I like those games better. Yeah. Yeah, Dan, what, are, what would be some of your favorites if you got to just pick your top three or four or whatever? Well, like I said, Skyrim is just, it's super fun. So it's just it's the most, <laughs> most funnest game. Yeah, so I'm just trolling you at this I'm point. I'm fine with you actually saying that because 
I hope our listeners, again, all 2.659 of them, realize, hey, I should never listen to Dan when he talks about, hey, I was playing this game. It's super fun. And they'll be like, oh, yeah. He said Skyrim was fun. He's invalid. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, but so Skyrim because it's mm-hmm. fun. Um, but Infamous, <laughs> I love. I do love that series. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, dra- uh, Dragon Age, obviously. Dead Space 2. A lot of people love Dead Space 1 just because it was a little, a little more like claustrophobic and, and scarier um, and unique. And I do think Dead Space 1 is probably a, an overall better game, but Dead Space 2 was really good. Like, I don't, I yeah. think a lot of people don't give it enough credit for sure. Yeah. Better than three, obviously, but two is very. Three is the only one I ever finished, but that's because I co opted. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, pretty strong year for games. When I pulled up this list earlier this week, I was like, whoa, I think 2011 was a better year than 2010. Now that I'm looking at it. Well, I was going to say, isn't 2011 one of the years that's considered one of the best in gaming? And then 2012 is considered very highly rated. It is. And I think 2012 is as well. We'll get to that uh, probably here in a couple weeks. We'll do that one because that's a good one too. So, yeah, some really, really good ones. It is it is funny with games like Skyrim that I feel like continue to get announced as also coming to this new console, Skyrim, and it was released nine years ago. <laughs> so Skyrim is the only game that Microsoft's willing to put on the PS5. That's, that's what's going to happen. That'd be hilarious if that's the <laughs> only game they put on PS5. Yeah, what's That'd up? Be so funny. What's up like that is one game. Like I don't even think they would ever re-release it, just because unless they're going to add ray tracing, there's nothing else they can do to it. Like yeah. it already performed at 60 frames per second, I believe, and it was 4K on these last console, this yeah. current gen. There's nothing else they can do one. except they could be like, "Hey, we added ray tracing to that ugly game." <laughs> <laughs> Is but guess what, guys? It's still really fun. Gameplay is really fun. Whose voice is that, by the way? <laughs> That's the, the Daniel Freitas of the world. Okay. Oh, got it. That was Dan. Yeah, that did I, sound a lot like Dan. That was good. I think I work yeah, at the I'm Really, Guys, I'm really good. You should hear my yeah. Tim. My Tim voice is really good. <laughs> Snobby Tim? Yeah. yeah. You do the best impersonations. I only, I only play indie games. Because all well, I, I, I thought we'd wrap things up here in about... The latest update to Ghosts of Tsushima, which got its uh, 1.1 and Legends update that rolled out just a couple of days ago on Friday. By the way, it is a little bit weird. You have to if you you have to own the game, of course, and you have to update the game, and then you also have to go into the store to the add-ons. This is a free add-on called Legends, right. and hit purchase. But you don't actually have to download that because the update is downloading that content. Yeah, the purchase unlocks it. It makes so. sense, Tim. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, if it's free, why not just have it part of the update? Whatever. Anyway, uh, maybe, it is pretty cool. I'm just throwing it out there. Maybe it's to track to see how many people like like actually purchased it and played it. Could be. That. Yeah, it could be. It could be. Like who was interested in going in the store and purchasing this to actually play it? Yeah, it could be. Yeah, let's make people jump through hoops for a weird test. It could have been that. <laughs> I don't. I actually don't believe. I think you could be. I think you could be totally right. I just think that's weird. But whatever. Very, it's not that difficult. Mm-hmm. I'm very sensitive, so the way you responded hurt my feelings. <laughs> well, anyway, make <laughs> no, sure so you knew that. Like I'm really yeah. hurt. Yeah, we were, right. we were actually hurt also because Tim did not join us last night 
on our man- I did not on our mandate that Derek and I, I had. I did not. I really did want to play some legends. I want you guys to share your impressions on that. I just wanted to mention real quick that I I jumped in the new game plus for I had like fifteen free minutes. It's been a really busy weekend for us, um, but I jumped in and played a little bit of new game plus and thought it was really cool the way they do that. Um, the the options that you have right out of the gate, whether it's yeah, I want the same difficulty with just just nudge it up a little bit. I don't want to go from medium to whatever hard or whatever it is, but mm-hmm. it's medium plus, which is. Pretty much the same, but we're going to make everything a little bit tougher. Huh. So it's a really, it's a nice incremental hmm. um, challenge increase, and that's what I picked because I'm. I was, oh, also they introduced a whole bunch of new charms. So as soon as you start out, it actually starts you, and it'll tell you this: that your new game plus experience does not start where the game normally starts. If you start from the beginning, it's hmm. right where the game opens up to the open world. Right away, it's that first section where you're. The, a bunch of story moments have happened, yes. and now it's where you're going to first explore the open world to try to get back this castle. That's where it starts, which is mm. really cool. And it kind of it tells you that this is where we're starting. I like you. when they skip the bull crap. Like, uh, I think it did that with, if I'm rem- remembering correctly, with Horizon Zero Dawn. You skip all the kids' new stuff plus. and just start in the open world when she's an adult. Or I think maybe they give you the option to skip, something like that. I don't remember, yeah. but I thought I remember going, God, good, I'm glad I get to skip yeah. that. Oh, again, only if you're doing New Game Plus. If you just replay the game, it plays the whole thing. So I, 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 plus. Exactly, yeah. So I thought that was cool. And the whole map is, you know, of course, totally fogged over. You don't have any of the collectibles or any of that, but you do have all of your, your gear. And there's another... Um, so if you've upgraded your gear, if you maxed it out, there's one more level you can now upgrade. That's what's been added with New Game Plus. There's additional ways to improve that gear. Um, you can also create outfits now. So if you've got a certain gear outfit that you want to have ready to switch over to for stealth or switch back to for straight-up combat, whatever, and you can attach certain charms to that gear. So out, here's my charm set that I want with this specific gear. So it's really cool. that You can essentially have these loadouts uh, for your different preferences which is really really neat um so right away as you start writing it'll tell you talk to the i think they call it the faceless merchant mm. so there's this merchant you go to talk to he's got this real funky multi-faced mask and he can't talk like he literally sounds like he can't speak to you it's no face. but he's got all he's got all this stuff for you to buy a couple of brand new pieces of armor which you should go look at they're really cool looking some of them are from characters from the game that you can now wear as their as your armor cool. um some new armor dies and then um, he sells a ton of new charms, including, which I don't have nearly enough. You now have a new, um, instead of just flowers, you have ghost flowers. So there's a new um, currency that you use to mm. buy stuff from this faceless merchant. I wonder and if that's from the multiplayer. I wonder if you earn it. In maybe. Because you can now buy these charms with these ghost flowers. Some of these charms sound like if you want this game to become a hardcore, essentially one-hit kill game, you can do that with these new charms. You can make it so... And successful enemy hits on you essentially are a one hit kill. You can, I forget how they described it, but there's a way to have one charm that makes it much bloodier. Like the overall experience is just a lot more blood. So you can make it like a one hit kill, super bloody, much tougher experience. Like you can, a lot of these charms are there to make your challenge a lot harder, which is interesting to me that they want you to be able to tweak how difficult you want it to be without just picking medium or hard. So I don't know. Well, I thought it was maybe even more on top of, or maybe add even more difficulty on top of the whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah it could yeah. be that. So really interesting stuff. And of course, they also have the canine charm, which uh, I only have five ghost flowers. I need twenty five to get that. But the idea there is, if you can successfully sneak up on a Mongolian dog, 
then you'll have an option to pet the dog and it will now join you and sneak around yes. with you and attack along with you. That's the most like important that. update, of course. That is the most important. So anyway, just in general, I thought it was cool. I did go around and do a few other things. Um, and uh, I don't know if I'll play it start to finish, but I just wanted to see what New Game Plus had to offer. So I think if you loved this game as much as I think all of us did, um, they give you a lot of incentive to replay it on New Game Plus. Very, very cool. What about Legends, though? What, what did you guys experience with the Legends uh, stuff? I haven't tried any of that yet. So there's... Um, it's kind of like... And I made a post in one of the groups. I basically said that this game does what other games have tried to do the right way. And I'm going to explain that first, and then I'll go into Legends, but I'll be real quick because we are getting long on the show. Basically... They release Ghost of Tsushima as a single-player, epic story, open-world game. And that's what we got. Um, I have not met a single person that has not liked this game. Okay? So we got that. We got to experience it. And then, what, three months later, they now add this free content, which you just went into the New Game Plus, which does sound really good. I didn't jump into New Game Plus because I haven't done all the side missions in my original playthrough and I didn't want to cut those off and then start a new game plus. But anyways, so they've added that, but they've also added what I would consider is your, your destiny slash Avengers modes. And that is they're trying to hook you into this co-op multiplayer loot grabbing system. And they've done it in a really cool way. They've added multiple modes. Um, the main thing I've played is they have nine story missions and each story mission has three chapters and each one of them has three levels, meaning bronze, silver, and gold. And each one that you complete, you earn rewards and you level up that character. So for instance, there's four classes. There's assassins, hunter, um, samurai, samurai Ronin. and what was the other one? Ronin? That's the one that I was playing. Ronin. Ronin. Yeah, you were the one in your dress running around. Sure. Um, that's what you want to call it, but that's fine. So what are the different roles they play? I assume some are damage, some are more defense. Yeah, so right? some, samurai obviously can take more damage. Um, and then the Ronin's Ronin is a healer. Oh. And then the yeah. hunter is your, your bow, so they're more of your further away uh, distance uh, character. And then the other class, um, Assassin, which is what I chose originally, is your more your stealth base. I mean, okay. it, everybody can play stealth. Everybody can play brute. You can all you can play all the same. They all play, yeah, exactly. But your strengths are in those certain classes, and then obviously you can level up those classes. So you're leveling up your character individually. So if I'm playing it as Assassin, I'm not leveling up my um, samurai too, but you can Only switch your role. Assassin. So every time you play, same character, you, you can have use to same... like get to a certain level, and then yeah. you can unlock the next um next class. So, so basically, I've... you pick one in the beginning. Uh, yeah, okay. you pick one in the beginning. I've unlocked three, so it's not that hard. I've put a good amount of time in, but I've already unlocked three classes. Okay. Um, that's but cool. yeah, the other thing that's cool is that you everything that you unlock, and this is what I was telling Daniel last night, is because normally, like when you unlock equipment and you assign it to one class or one character. In order for you to use it on another class slash character, you would have to unequip it from the other one. It doesn't. It allows you to reuse stuff. So if you want to use the same sword across all classes because it's your highest level sword, you can do that. 
So hmm. there's a lot of cool stuff. There's a lot of equipment. It plays obviously very similar to the single player campaign, but they've stripped you of certain things, but also added certain things. But the story missions are co-op, so it's just you and another partner, and you and they're really well done. They're just little small little missions. You, they had they're narrated narrated by this old creepy guy who talks to you throughout the whole thing, letting you know what the story is behind this enemy, what they're doing, blah blah blah. It's really well done. I went through all nine story missions on bronze, and it, then it let me know, hey, you should try silver next because you'll get more loot. So again, they're trying to hook you. And then I also did the survivor mode, or, which is yeah. basically like your horde, horde mode, your wave mode. So, That's what I did first before I jumped on with Derek. So. Hmm. Yeah, so I did that. And then soon, it hasn't come out yet, is there's raids. So that's why I mentioned Destiny. So th- they're clearly trying to create like this, like I said, Destiny Avengers type thing. But why I'm complimenting this compared to I now pretty much bash Avengers because I feel like I wasted money on it is I feel like Avengers had a decent story in there where it lost me is it was trying to force in the loot part of it and yes. upgrading part of it into the narrative whereas before Ghost the end game yes whereas yeah. ghost of shishima was like no we're just gonna create our narrative game yeah and then we're gonna add on the loot yep. driven destiny style mode how cool that they added this mode and additional ways to enjoy that single player thing if that's yeah. your thing can you do the legends mode solo like if you just yeah. want to play yeah. by yourself yeah well, like well, I would have. Yeah, I think we can turn that. matchmaking off. I think. Yeah. We can. Okay. Yeah, because I do. Do you have an AI partner, or do you play alone? Somebody. I've always done it with a match. Oh, okay. Me. I see what you mean. Yeah, I don't. Because okay. I did. I did. I jumped on with Derek. Because I so I did the the like horde mode, so to speak. Um, and then I jumped on with Derek, and Derek was telling me how he, when he was playing before me because he got into chapter five or whatever or mission five. Um, just random people were showing up, so. No, oh, gotcha. Maybe you it, it is automatically co-op, but because there's the sections where those there's, there's, there's certain characters that are almost like tethered. There's almost like this sort of like red stuff that's connecting two characters. So you must. Yeah, I would imagine you have to play with someone. Yeah, yeah. Um, but gotcha. it's it's super cool. Yeah, and and like visually and aesthetically, like and I said to Derek last night, I'm like, dude, like Sony needs to call up Capcom and be like, listen, like we'll get Sucker Punch on like uh, an Ani Musha game and just like reboot the whole series because like visually this is like just straight up Musha, like it's awesome like yeah visually it's Musha, but for me it felt and i kept saying this it felt like playing a co-op tenshu game yeah like it's hmm. two people trying to stealth assassinate an entire village of bad guys and it's really well done it does force and this is only on bronze so imagine silver and gold even on bronze, yes, you can be a little bit more brute force. You can literally run in, but you will die if you go against some powerful enemies. The smart thing to do is to be strategic and talk. Like, there's multiple times where I was like, Dan, you go left, I'll go right. Yeah. And and we had to time our stealth because if I kill one guy earlier than he can get to that person, then that other person is linked to the one I just killed and he can reheal him. Yeah. So they force gotcha. you to kill at the same time. So yeah. really well done. And the fact that this is free is amazing. And like I said, the timing of the release 
I don't normally, if I play a single player game and they release this type of content, I normally don't come back to it. But this looked so cool and intriguing. I gave it a shot and I'm, I'm hooked. I'm addicted to it. I think it's great. Yeah. I want to try it. I want to play. Sounds fun. It's just absolutely insane that it's free. Like, yeah, it's super cool. That's awesome. I'll be playing it on PS5. I'm sure. Well done, Sucker Punch. Not only did you make probably, I should say possibly, one of the best single-player experiences of the year. It sounds like you've also created a dynamite multiplayer. See, I awesome. probably would have voted, honestly, if we were doing Game of the Year right now, spoilers, mine probably would have been The Last of Us 2. Now, going into the end of the year, of course, we've got some big hitters coming up. Now I'm struggling because this add-on content, even though it doesn't really add on to my single-player experience, it's another part of the game that I want to play over and over. It only added value to a game I already thought was Game of the Year worthy. But like I said, for me personally, I was leaning more towards The Last of Us 2. Now I don't know. And it's not even, again, it's not literally an extension of the single player. It's like this whole unique little thing. It's like this supernatural, cool, like, like ancient samurai, like, you know. Like, it could have, they could have made this a separate game. Not, I'm not saying Naughty Dog, but Sony could have been like, let's just make a a Tenchu type game with co-op. They need to make, have Sucker Punch make an Animusha game, reboot the whole series, have it be open world like this, but like a mixture Mm. of Resident Evil and like Ghost of Tsushima with like areas they could yeah they they could have just made it hey you can add a friend in to do your normal story stuff and normal yeah, exploring yeah. but, but it's the same like they did way this, more than that. this just to me wasn't lazy at all it felt like they wanted to do this and the fact that they're not charging for it sony's been getting crapped on lately with a lot of the and they deserve it so i'm not going to defend them with a lot of the <laughs> crap going into the ps5 on what you pay for what you don't pay for what goes over what doesn't this is where you if you're going to whine and complain about stuff, this is where you need to step up and, and acknowledge when they're doing something good. This was good. Yeah. This is really good. Yeah. Well, listen, let's wrap things up real quick. You mentioned game of the year stuff. It is start time to start thinking through some of that. Is there a game that jumps out at you that you were not expecting looking at this year, looking at the games coming out, you were not expecting to be something you considered, but now you are. Cause you mentioned that for you, it seemed like a no brainer. It's last of us part two. So for me, I have to take off Last of Us Part Two, Ghost of Tsushima, stuff that I knew I would love, and it turns out I did. For me, the big surprise so far that's now in contention for at least being talked about on my final list is going to be Crusader Kings 3. Hmm. I think it's a brilliant strategy game on the PC. For me personally, I will not recommend it for everybody, but boy, it's just so good. Is there one that jumps out to you that you weren't necessarily expecting to strike you in a way that it did this year for either of you is there a game that jumps out like that or has it pretty much been what you expected so far yeah probably uh probably dark souls and sakura (laughs) oh i'm sorry i should have mentioned games from this year my bad that's my fault yeah no i I knew the games that i knew i was going to love i i I have loved so yeah there's Um, been no like surprises for you and people can go back to earlier shows i said that i was most hyped for ghost of shishima but you guys probably remember I said over and over, I don't trust Sucker Punch. I think this is going to end up being probably an average experience or above average experience. Like they'll do better than what they've done before, but they're going to let me down. And they didn't. I even said to Dan yeah. last night, I was like, man, 
this means I have to like really like sucker punch. I kind of like not liking that. <laughs> I mean, I already told you t- that you should be doing that, so you're stupid. And uh, I'm so- shut up. You like Honestly, Skyrim. you said I was dumb for liking Skyrim, and now you're dumb for hating. Yeah, Skyrim. Yeah. That game, <laughs> that game seems like it's made by someone who has been making open world story based games forever and ever, and has been nailing it. And this is just a totally. It's totally surprising to me. I, I'm with you. I didn't think it would be this good. I knew it would be good. I think it would be this good. I don't uh, think there's anything else that I've played, though, that I've loved. I can't even think of anything before The Last of Us 2. That's how bad. There's been a, there's been a number of them. I, I think it's been a real good year. I think stuff like Doom Eternal has let me down just because it didn't. It's not like it was a bad game. Sorry if anyone out there love, love, loves it. I don't think it's a bad game. I just didn't think it oh. it didn't do what the first one did. But then something like Crash 4 comes along and is a nice, pleasant surprise, nice change of pace. I'm enjoying that. Um, so there's there's some nice surprises in there. I get a Genshin Impact. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, no one saw that one coming. Right? Like I yeah. knew I was gonna like it because like anime character is great. I love yeah. anime. Um and just that aesthetic. But like I, I wasn't expecting to like it as much considering it's a free right. to play game once I learned more about that aspect of it. I was like, ooh, I don't know. But now that I've been playing yeah. it, I'm like, yeah that's well that's where i would say i don't know if you knew you would like it because i think going into it knowing that it was free to play would be a turnoff and it was for me like when i saw it was announced and i saw like the breath of the wild thing i was like that's cool but then when i saw it was free to play i was like oh this is gonna be trash well, that's why I'm yeah, it's easy to write it off when you see that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but yeah i would actually agree i know we didn't talk about like what we've been playing and again we're running some of the feedback we got is please shut up guys. But, um, but I would just as a real quick Genshin, I, I jumped back into that. That's a fun game. Like dude, yeah. they nail anime slash breath of the wild. And yeah. it's just awesome. Like I need to play it more. In fact, now that I have my PS4 pro, that's actually what I did today. I downloaded Genshin nice. so I can jump into that more while playing, um, ghost. And I'm back into death stranding as well. Well, shoot and even hades I, there's been a couple of games that have surprised me this year that are just jumping up there but we'll get into those we'll conversations about that next week all right guys uh thanks for listening thanks for voting through 2011 and the good thing about these tournaments is that it always upsets somebody that's the way our it goes soul I was that last is time. The winner guys and please please if you really listen to our show can you destroy them for that bull crap like come on come the on. winner of being uh overrated that's for sure. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Says yeah. the guy who loves Skyrim. Okay. <laughs> Let's, uh... <laughs> that game is just, it's pure fun. It's pure fun. All right. We're out this week. See you guys next time. Bye.